Welcome to Wheel to Wheel Racing. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the Monaco Grand Prix. We had a really hyped up Monaco Grand Prix. I felt like all the commentators were, were hyping it up. But then at the end, when the, the race was about to start, they were like, oh, everybody, you know, it's not going to be the most exciting race because after we had the qualifying, we we know we you can't really overtake in, on that circuit. So the whole hype of Monaco and the preparation that they had, that it's one of the most prestigious, kind of went a bit away with the race that we we kind of knew nobody can do really anything but it was still very interesting because we had some interesting events that happened with uh, strategy and uh, i'm gonna start with charles leclerc it was such a heartbreak problem look the drive shaft issue first of all ferrari what the hell what the hell is ferrari doing i was expecting them to really take all the necessary measures because the day before everybody said okay he's gonna need a new gearbox and the whole world looked at ferrari like are you sure you you don't want to repair that car with and change the gearbox they were like nope it's okay we checked it we checked everything and the moment he puts it in gear and goes on the track he felt something breaking uh, apparently it was not related they say it's not directly connected to the accident but it's still something that got uh damaged and they didn't they didn't see it because of the crash it's not on the side of the crash but it's on the other side i understood something like that anyway it was really heartbreaking because i think he would have won he had a very good chance and uh, yeah maybe something with the strategy could have happened but i don't really think i think he really had a good chance because they had a strong car he had a really good result uh, with a bit of luck but still a great result for ferrari they they could hold their own and uh, yeah that was the first first event and it was it was so heartbreaking now uh, with the start max had a had a good start he had he had a very cheeky positioning on the grid i don't know how they don't really say anything about that his car was kind of positioned to go straight in front of Bottas it wasn't perfectly parallel to the line but uh, I'm sure it was legal but it 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 looked pretty funny when you when you look at it uh, from from further away Valtteri Valtteri had a strong strong race but yeah very uneventful until the pit what the hell happened with the pit we never saw something like that they put the gun in they shaved everything that was inside the shaft and uh, yeah they couldn't take the wheel out it was really really bad like i i've never seen something like that a car had to have to stop because they can't take it out like it's permanently damaged probably they had to cut it out or something like that so that that was really bad for mercedes they had an awful weekend they had an awful strategy anyway Hamilton was the the one that took the shorter stroll let's say <laughs> when it came to to strategy we're all expecting Mercedes to to be all, all hands on all the 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 team to be focused on how to put Hamilton uh, on a better position but they they pulled the trigger and they didn't realize that the overcut was more powerful on this circuit and we saw amazing results like uh, Red Bull had with Sergio where he finished fourth and he started behind Hamilton. So he overcut like three cars in one move. And that was so good for, for Red Bull. And uh, Lewis, even though Valtteri uh, went out of the race, he still finished lower than uh, than he started. It was really heartbreaking. I'm a, I, I got to admit I'm a Lewis fan. I also like Max. I also like uh, Charles. But 
I kind of like the what's happening now. We're witnessing greatness. Where uh, Louis is like the 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 Schumacher of our times, and we get to see it live. And I kind of support the 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 dream of breaking the record of uh, Michael. So I'm a I'm a bit biased in, in that sense because I know if Louis wouldn't be here, probably Max would would dominate. So uh, I think if Louis retires, we might see a one-sided uh, championship so if you hear me being a bit too biased towards uh, Lewis awful strategy for Mercedes I don't understand how they could miss this how they could not see that uh, the overcut was more more uh, effective and they put him in a really bad position behind uh, Pierre so he was stuck there all the, the the whole race anyway he didn't look that he had very good pace maybe he was just cruising he didn't want to push anymore he knew he doesn't really have a chance but he he looked like he kind of struggled with uh, with the pace i wanted to to talk about also the the atmosphere there the the whole monaco grand prix looked a bit a bit sad like everybody tried to hype it up i i watched all the shows before and the the qualifying and they let some fans in and uh, it looked nice it was nice they still try to make it festive but if you look on the aerial shots from the helicopter, it was kind of empty. Like the, the balconies were not very full. And the, the marina, which is always like crazy, like it's full of boats. It was empty. No boats outside the port. No boats. There were empty spaces in the marina. It was, there was no traffic there with, with the boats. It was pretty, pretty sad. It was like, a, you could see it was still a, pandemic race but uh, yeah it's still good we had it back we it was a, a an important grand prix to happen but uh, it was not the the glamorous monaco race that usually usually is also the all the parting was forbidden and if for good for good reasoning but uh, yeah it was a bit uh, a bit dull in that sense but uh, it was still it was still a, a nice a nice event in that sense that we're getting closer to to going back to normal. I wanted now to go a bit to the through the list of uh, the the standings. What uh, what happened to with the with the final results? So we had Max winning, great result, and also with this, Mercedes lost the championship lead for the drivers and lost the the team championship lead, which is pretty pretty interesting that, that didn't happen for a very very long time in formula one and uh, it's interesting because we have some finally we have some competition for mercedes and red bulls show the really really strong pace and uh, yeah we have carlos on the second uh, position very good podium first podium for ferrari ferrari had the had the perfect weekend to be honest if if uh, Charles wouldn't uh, damage before the start but uh, yeah unfortunately it wasn't it wasn't but still a good a good uh, weekend for ferrari they had the podium and for carlos he had a great drive uh third position lando norris with uh, mclaren I, you could really see lando getting into his own like he's really more mature uh, more mature driver really performing at his maximum with that car you could see his uh, his teammate uh, car um Sorry, not Carlos. It's not Carlos anymore. <laughs> you could see Daniel struggling with a bit on the McLaren. So 
uh, Landor really, really uh, carries the team in this, at least in this uh, Grand Prix. And uh, it was really, really cool to, to see he finally got another podium. And also, I loved, I loved the livery. I loved the, the golf livery. Everybody is asking, why didn't McLaren start with that golf livery in the beginning? Like, I was expecting to see a golf livery on the McLaren since the beginning. Like, why, why wouldn't you, if you're partner with golf, like, that's, that's the livery to go for. Like, uh, why, why, why did it come so late? But still, I, I really love the, the way they looked. Also with the the car, I love the car how it looked, but I liked more the 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 way they had the uniforms. Kind of retro, kind of cool. So on fourth place we have uh, Sergio. Amazing drive. You could see he really had the pace. There was a moment where where he got uh, in front of Max when they when they did the tire change, and uh, he he really he he really had the pace to to push. He's really performing really nice uh, at Red Bull. Not in the qualifying all the time, but in the race, he's really, really consistent and really strong. In uh, fifth, we have uh, Sebastian Vettel. So, Sebastian had a really good performance. They, they used the undercut. Very, very good performance, I think, for and team worked very well. You could see kind of the glimpse of the old, uh, the old Force, Force India and the racing point, because we, we, we kind of expected more from Aston Martin this year. They were pretty pretty dull in the beginning of the year but yeah new management they had the management from before but the new team new new brand maybe a bit the culture changed a bit and you you didn't see that that young low budget strong team that that they were before but but now they had a really good performance and uh, yeah maybe we'll see them in the next races more stronger mind you this this race was all about strategy because yeah you could you could not really see the performance of the cars because yeah what whatever you get on track position that's it that's it you can't really overtake pierre gasly number six yeah good race consistent pierre is i think he's uh out driving the car he's consistently up there in the top 10 and uh, he had a really good performance they they overtook lewis even if they started uh, the before lewis on the starting grid they everybody was expecting yeah including mercedes to to overtake uh, hamilton on the undercut but uh, yeah that didn't happen seven number seven Lewis Hamilton, the number two on the Drivers' Championship right now. In qualifying and also in the race, the team really, really didn't, really didn't help him that much. It was one to forget, yeah. I was hoping for a, for a miracle. In one moment, I was expecting the, the strategy to work better and also to, to have a safety car. It was such a strange situation where all the drivers drove perfectly and beside the dnf that we had with uh, charles and uh, valtteri nobody crashed it was it was interesting for such a such a demanding circuit like uh, like monaco we have uh, lance on uh, eight which was uh, which was was a good race good position for for aston martin especially they got pretty good points finally they they started competing again with uh, with Alpine in the drivers championship ninth Esteban Esteban with another with another good uh, performance he's he's the one who's carrying the team a bit now i was expecting fernando to to start to show a bit more pace fernando is still at the bottom right now and he didn't really had a good race until now uh, but Esteban kind of stepped up i'm not really 
sure is it Esteban I think it's Esteban also leveling up a bit now they, he wanted to prove that he's worthy of Alpine but before he was a bit outshined by uh, Daniel Latreno but uh, I think he leveled up a bit and now that Daniel is not there and uh, Fernando is uh, uh, struggling a bit with the car he's really the main the main guy at uh, Alpine and bringing the points. It's good to see him because I was a, a, a bit worried for for Esteban. He was such a great talent for, but uh, yeah, when he was competing with Sergio and then he had that break, he couldn't find the team. And when he came back, he was a bit kind of lost a bit that shine, and I was I was worried because if he wouldn't perform this uh, season, probably he wouldn't last that much in Formula One. But he's showing good performance, so he's confirming the good results he had when he started, and and uh, that's really cool because I really I really like uh, Esteban. He's a uh, number ten, Antonio Giovanazzi, Alfa Romeo. So good, pretty good performance for Alfa in general. He had a better performance than Kimi. He had had this lately. It was it was a good race for for Alfa. I think they they had a good, uh, pretty good performance overall. Uh, yeah. Not not very eventful to be honest. Number twelve, uh, Daniel. Ooh, that was a tough one. Daniel kind of had what what Luis had. Not not in the sense with the strategy, but a rough weekend. They they were the two two drivers who had the the toughest the toughest weekends. To be honest, I really felt uh, felt bad for for Daniel because uh, he you could see he was he was suffering inside. He, he was he's a one winner in Monaco. You could see his teammate doing a great performance, being on the podium, and you're number twelve. Like it's it's a pretty bad yeah pretty bad performance but yeah i hope he'll bounce back stronger because as he said it's something strange like he couldn't really pinpoint what's what's wrong it's like he couldn't really pinpoint on the car what happened he he said he really wants to review the weekend to see try to understand which is uh, kind of strange usually a driver kind of feels okay what was the 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 problem there the balance what with the balance what he kind of felt like from what he was saying he kind of looked like he's a bit confused with what's happening yeah number 13 fernando alonso so fernando had a not not so great result overall he started on 17th yeah so it it was still good end result 13 from 17 but for sure for a driver his caliber not the one he wanted but it was a good drive and then we have russell 14th uh latifi 15th yuki tsunoda on 16th i want to just talk about yuki i was really a big fan of yuki tsunoda on the pre-season testing i was like oh this guy is gonna be the next big thing I still hope he's gonna turn around and have better results because in the beginning he especially in testing he looked really really strong he was like a very good driver he was you, you could hear rumors that he is very good at getting feedback whatever you, the team says he has to do he's like okay I'm gonna do it he's respect everything he's very consistent but yeah with with after a few races you could see yeah the see that he's uh, still a rookie he still does mistakes and struggles to really do do good qualifying session i think especially he that didn't really had consistent qualifying sessions so he always started from the back and he had trouble recovering next the guy with the most memes on the internet nikita <laughs> mazpain uh yeah he had a good race he he finished 17th over Mick Schumacher, which was 
to be proud of maybe after all the memes oh my god i was like i hope this guy stays offline because every page was making fun of him going off the track in the sea or in the swimming pool of the chicane <laughs> it was everybody was making fun of nikita that he's gonna spin off he finished the race he had a pretty solid results with the car he has so yeah i think uh there's there's nothing more to that make 18 not not much to be said there and uh, the two dnfs and dns with valtteri and uh, charles so yeah pretty pretty boring race i'm gonna be honest but the not not uneventful in the sense that you you still had a bit of action you still had a bit of drama a bit of disappointment and uh, some excitement for for the winners but uh, yeah you couldn't you didn't really have a dramatic uh, end or start or anything not much action but uh, still a bit of drama which was fine it's fine at least we had the Monaco Grand Prix does not that glamorous as before but it's a it's a beginning we're we're healing from the pandemic so next we're gonna go to Azerbaijan I think uh, we're gonna have an interesting race there usually it's pretty eventful hopefully with uh, more action and uh, hopefully we see Mercedes bouncing back so I'm biased again towards Mercedes thank you for listening and don't forget to follow us on Instagram follow us on facebook follow us on youtube wheel to wheel racing we're gonna do these shows every uh, race after the race as soon as the race ends we're gonna try to put it out there and we're gonna have episodes on moto gp and also on car